talk about with one of our all-time favorites. Remember when he was going to come on and announce his free agent signing? Yep. And then somebody broke it before he came on. Well, who is it? Rap sheet or those guys? Yeah. 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 He always thinks of us, though. That's what we appreciate about him. Yep. Uh, but we have so much to ask him, including how he feels about the possibility, according to Darren Ravel, of his alma mater being bought out of the Big Ten and replaced by other schools. But we'll get to that. Joining us now. He took over for a legend at right tackle and became a legend himself. And he's currently available to resume his legendary status in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Well, that term "legend" gets thrown around pretty easy. Yeah, I definitely I'm threw it around. I definitely threw it around a little lightly with the first guy I mentioned. It is Brian Belaga on Wilde and Tausch. Brian, good morning. How are you, pal? Guys, good morning. How are you doing? Well, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh oh. Uh, Tausch got after me because on Monday we had Randall Cobb on. And, again, another one of my favorite people that I've covered was has always been good to me, much like someone that I'm talking to right now. Randall Cobb came back for a second act with the Green Bay Packers. He's on yeah, the second year did. of the second act with the Green Bay Packers. Then, you know, Tausch is getting after me. Hey, get, get a promo out there so everybody knows that Brian's coming on tomorrow. I'm like, okay. Then I see on Instagram, you've posted a photo of Lambeau Field, and I, not thinking soccer first, am like, "Woo! Another one of my guys coming back! Yeah!" You're well, not I wouldn't expect you to think. I wouldn't expect you to think soccer first. I wouldn't expect that. Um, yeah, I mean, I knew the game was being played. I knew what your favorite team was in the game, but I allowed my feelings to get, you know, be carried away. Right now, I want everyone to listen to the entire interview, but are you re-signing with the Green Bay Packers? <laughs> no, that, that, that's not what I am in town for, no. <laughs> not, Would you consider not yet. it? Yeah, oh, not yeah. yet. I mean, listen, you, you, in this business, you have to know you can never say never to anything, but uh, as of right now, no, there's there's no plan for anything. I'm currently just trying to get my body is as healthy as I possibly can. Uh, I had a couple operations this off season, so I'm um, just working through that and trying to get, you know, my body as 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 good as it can be. And obviously, training camp is approaching around the league. I, you know, waking up this morning in Green Bay and stepping outside to go get some coffee. You know, the smell of training camp almost feels like it's here. I, just like it's drilled into my uh, senses, just smelling the the nice, brisk Wisconsin morning. Um, but, no, right now I'm just trying to get my body back to 100% so that if there's an opportunity, maybe, you know, if I get a call, I can be ready. All right. I don't want to violate any HIPAA laws. I know you're a big fan of HIPAA. But what <laughs> I am. What, what, what did you have done this off season? And just to clarify, though, once you get your body healthy, you want to keep playing? Well, it's definitely something that we're that myself, my wife, we're, we're definitely considering. Um, obviously, I still love the game, uh, love being out there on Sundays. Um, but you know, you have to be uh, healthy to do that. Uh, that's something that um, you know, I'm not 22, 23 anymore, where you can go into something with um, 
a little bit of a nagging injury or something bothering you and then and still kind of push through it. That's not the case anymore for me. Uh, so the intention is just to get as healthy as I can, and if there is a potential, then we'll, we'll explore it at that point. So what's wrong with you? <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, how, how much time do I have on the show? Uh, <laughs> no, but, just um, physically, Brian, just physically. <laughs> we're not looking for all the other stuff. Yeah, um, so I had, uh, obviously, uh, right around Halloween, I had a core muscle surgery. Um, when they went in, there was a lot more going on in there than originally thought. Um, so I'm still kind of pushing and, and dealing with kind of the lingering onset of that right now, um, rehabbing every week. And then once I got back to Florida, um, I had a shoulder clean out and just kind of trying to get that thing worked back up to full strength right now. So you, you mentioned that you and Abby and your family obviously consider playing again a possibility. You know, we can put you because look, I'm uh, Tausch and I are driving the bus. We're 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 gonna we're getting you back to Green. We Bay. want Belaga back. Yeah, we do. And 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 yep. and, and, and and all kidding aside, well, hey, yeah, we the Packers and Goody have a history the last three years of signing veteran right tackles that can help them. Jared Veld here, then it was Ricky yep. Wagner, then last Dennis year Kelly. it was Dennis Kelly. So yep. bring back Blue if he wants to <laughs> bring come back. back Blue. Uh, Hashtag that. I mean, bring back I, Blue. I, I tell you, it's, uh, I mean, when you when I pulled in here, you know, pulled down Lombardi, I mean, it feels like home. I mean, I absolutely love it here. There's no doubt about that. But, I mean, I know better than anyone there's a business side to this, and there's things that that have to take place. Obviously, for me, it's feel and get 100% healthy. But, you know, I think the Packers are doing pretty good. You know what I mean? I think they got a pretty good thing rolling over there, and I'm sure uh, Brian and, and uh, Matt have a pretty good plan. So, uh, we'll see as time ticks by here and how I'm doing and what they have going on. And I mean, we'll see. I mean, it's, it's like I said, I'll never say never on anything. Um, but you know, time will tell. But I would say, and then we'll move on cause we're going to talk soccer. Uh, <laughs> Let's say this scenario plays out, Blue. You get okay. healthy. You start feeling good October, November. Green Bay is sitting at that one, two seed. You get the opportunity. Everybody, you know, Elton Jenkins comes back. He's playing left guard. They need a veteran right tackle to come in. There's no place you'd rather be than to come back and try to finish your career in Green Bay. Is that fair? I mean, I mean, you look at storybook types of things. Yeah, I mean, that's. Uh, I mean, that would be amazing. I mean, I can sit here and say that all day. I mean, I think it'd be awesome. Um, but again. I'm not trying to play, you know, Debbie Downer here. You just never know what the situation will be Yeah. Um, in November, in October. You know, you just don't know. Um, but there's one thing I can honestly say. I'm I'm staying in shape. I work out four or five days a week. I'm doing what I can do. I'm rehabbing, so I'm doing everything possible to to keep my body in shape and while also, you know, trying to get it healthy. So, you know, just doing my part, and, you know, we'll see if an opportunity – comes around if you know the body is where it needs to be all right so i think this is how this season plays out i, I feel like blue we want comes this back more than he does like i no 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 no, no, no. It, listen 
blew his tempering expectations. You understand how this goes. He's a veteran player. Uh, Here's how the scenario plays out. Blue comes back in and right after Thanksgiving. He comes in, settles in. You got Debach, the O-line. Every Cobber, Blue, and Aaron Rodgers win a championship, and they all move down to Nashville, Tennessee, next to Cliffy. That's how I see this thing playing out. <laughs> On the farm. I just was, I was just staying in the bar. I mean, I don't, I mean he, he should have room out there. He does. He's got more now than ever, so he definitely does. All right, Blue, so you're up. You're obviously a huge soccer fan. I just said, I don't get it. I'm a football, baseball, never got into soccer. Can you tell me why I'm wrong? I think it's a boring game, and I know that's sacrilegious, but I just do. Why should I be more interested in soccer than I am? Well, I think... One, it depends on what soccer you're watching. I think, you know, there's there's MLS, there's things like that. And How I really got into it was watching Manchester City in the Premier League games. I mean, I think it's a, it's a very fast-paced, high-intensity, um, start-to-finish, you know, league that anyone can beat anyone in any given day. And that's, you know, you say, well, that's any sport, Blue. Well, yeah, I get that, but... In the Premier League, the competition is is so good, um, and that's how I got into it. And then, obviously, you know all the other tournaments there in the Champions League and the and the League Cups and all that stuff. There's a bunch of other things that happen within a season uh, that keeps you interested. I mean, when you have these big teams like Liverpool and City and Chelsea playing Bayern Munich like they're doing right now, or tomorrow in Lambeau and and Madrid and Barcelona, and I mean. That's exciting. That's the best of the best going against each other. And um, to me, you know, the technical skill that they display week in and week out. I mean, I, I go to kick the soccer ball in the backyard with my son, and I can barely get it to go 20 yards. I mean, these guys do it with their eyes closed on their weak foot. I mean, it's pretty – it's ridiculous. So um, I think it's, an, it's, it's like golf. It's an appreciation for the skill that I know I can't do at all, and that's kind of what draws me to it. Uh, the thing, only thing I really liked about it is the relegation. I love the whole idea of relegation, yeah. where if you stink and you're, you get bounced out the league. I know the NFL could never do that, but that's the part I like. I agree. I mean, you look at the last probably eight weeks of a Premier League or really any league season, and the fight is on, man. The bottom five teams are fighting for their life. And, it's, uh, and you may not even watch that team or like that team. Um, or really care what they do, but you'll watch those those matches just to see the the intensity of the game because they're literally fighting, you know, for their lives. I mean, we're talking huge money. Teams that get promoted into the Premier League, I think, get a check cut to them for around one hundred fifty, two hundred million dollars just to get into the Premier League. I mean, there's a lot of cash mm. on the line. I mean, that's a uh, that's an Aaron Rodgers signing bonus just to get in. I mean, come on. How can we? How can we not? How can you not fight for that? Uh, talking soccer with Brian Balaga, Iowa. Um, there is a number seventy-five currently on the roster. By the way, for those of you like me who are wondering, and how much maneuvering we'll have to do to get him back, Sean Ryan, third-round pick from UCLA. I'm sure he'd be happy to give up his number and take a different number. Uh, Brian, I got a call yesterday. <laughs> from a friend of mine who has two extra tickets to the game tomorrow. And so I think Sydney and I are going to go. I'm oh, wondering, 
I don't know how much soccer in-person game attendance experience you have. I feel like I need a scarf and I need to drink beer. What do I need to do to fit into the crowd and to cheer for your favorite soccer team since I assume I have to cheer for your team since you came on our show? Yeah, I mean, well, I, I mean, I think, you know, scarf in the summer, I don't know. My son wanted one, so we got him one in the pro shop the other day. Um, but definitely got to drink beer. Um, you know, I, I think, and, you know, I don't know how the stadium's going to be split with, you know, Bayern fans and City fans. I'm sure there's going to be chance. I mean, I've never been to a City game in person in, over in England, so this is, I'm Ooh. pretty juiced up about this. Yeah. Um, First time seeing them in person, uh, so I'm pretty excited about it. Um, but I think you know, I think sports fans in in you know America are probably a little different than sports fans in the UK. Um, I just think act like a normal sports fan going into it, drink beer, cheer, being cheer for both teams. When you see good soccer, you got to appreciate it, um, and that's kind of the way. I mean, I won't be clapping for Bayern at all. That won't, I won't be doing that at all, but. If you're a neutral, just enjoy it and, and kind of, you know, for me, I'm just going to appreciate seeing, you know, some of the best talent in the world in Lambeau Field. I mean, I don't think it gets better than that. All right. I don't want to bore Tausch to death here because he's not a soccer fan. And, frankly, <laughs> neither am I. It's not like I'm into it the way you are. And I know you and some of your teammates and and uh, Jason Wallers, the PR director, you guys would go back and forth with your different allegiances. How does one pick? How does one pick their Premier League team? Like how you, you don't man Man City yeah. isn't like that doesn't have an affiliate program in Iowa or Chicago no. or Green Bay. So how did you wind up picking them out of all the teams you could have picked? So back in twenty, what was it twenty fourteen or maybe twenty thirteen uh, when we got our first home in Florida. Uh, before kids, um, I I had a 7.30 tea time uh, with a couple buddies. So I got up at like 5.45 to, you know, wake up, get some grub, and, and kind of get ready for run a golf. And I made myself some food and sat down on the couch, turned on the TV, obviously bored, just flipping through channels. And there they were uh, against – West Ham United, and, you know, obviously, I don't know anything. I mean, I, at the time, I didn't know anything about soccer. Obviously, you know the Man United, you know the Chelsea's, you know the Liverpool's. Right. Uh, you know those teams just because, I mean, they're some of the biggest clubs in the world. I'd never heard of Manchester City, so I thought, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cheer for, you know, little brother of Man United, and at the time, that's kind of the way the soccer world looked at it because they hadn't won much and, you know, and uh, now you look at it today, and it, the roles have kind of reversed. City has kind of taken over uh, England. They've won the Premier League the last four out of six years. I mean, they're they're rolling, and um, and you know their colors were part of the you know their sky blue was kind of what I had in high school. Was you know I was red and sky blue. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to fit in with this team here. I'm going to go with this team. I'm going to roll with them. Didn't know anything about them. Didn't know a single player. Um, but that's what it turned out to be. And then once I got back and I told Nate, and then he was calling me a bandwagon fan because, like, like, I knew who was good and who wasn't. Um, 
but you know he's a Liverpool fan, so they're they're a little salty about things like that. But it's uh, you know it's been a good uh, good team to cheer for. It's super exciting, great players, and you know uh, fell in love with the team and and kind of follow them, watch every game I possibly can, have all the subscriptions, the anything you can imagine, ESPN Plus, Paramount, Peacock, all that, so I can, so I don't miss a game. All right, well, uh, the only team that I'm interested in is AFC Richmond, which is Ted Lasso's oh, team. Uh, with Mr. Lasso, yeah, yes. absolutely. Uh, Brian, I do, I, Tausch, you know. Tausch, I, do you like that show? Tausch, Tausch do you like that show? Uh, I, I like the idea of Ted Lasso. Yeah, I think that whole concept was fun, but I have you watched, I watched like a couple episodes. I, I've watched a couple. I'm, I'm not, uh, no, I'm an Ozark guy. Hmm. Okay. That's a happy show. I like, show. A, little more, yeah. I like a little more murder show. with my uh, subscriptions. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> All right, so, Brian, before we get you back on the roster, I, I am curious what the last couple of years have been like since you left because, you know, Green Bay to L.A., uh, slightly different dynamic. Uh, I know you got to yeah. play with a terrific young quarterback and a center that they added that seems to be a decent player and a decent guy. Yeah. What What was it yeah. like during your time with the Chargers, and, and how different was it from what you'd become accustomed to here in Green Bay? Uh, I mean, it was a lot different. I mean, uh, I mean, <clears throat> you know, kind of night and day, kind of obviously California to Wisconsin is, you know, that's a big change on its own. Um but listen, I, I, I think what the Chargers have going uh, with Coach Staley and, you know, Herbert and the talent that they have, I mean, they're going to be a really good team. Um, but obviously, you know, things are run different. Obviously, as everyone knows, the Packers um, don't have an owner. They Things are just run differently there uh, than, you know, a team with an owner. Um, I'm very appreciative of my time there. Uh, I think a lot of great people in the building – uh, the Spanos family and, and uh, everyone there. I mean, I think they're fantastic. Unfortunately for me, I couldn't, you know, health was an issue, and, hey, it is what it is. Uh, but I enjoyed my time there. Definitely a different experience. You got the, you know, being on the AFC side of things, you play different teams, see different teams, see different guys that you wouldn't see, every, you know, once every four years. So um, it was a good experience. I enjoyed it. Uh but at the end of the day, I mean, my time in Green Bay, I mean, I loved it here. I mean, I loved sitting here looking at the stadium right now. I'm in the parking lot right behind uh, uh, the the golf simulator place right here, looking at Lambeau and the title town district that's been built up here. I mean, it's fantastic. But um, hard to compare them because I only spent a couple years there and uh, obviously didn't do what I wanted to do there from, you know, contribute, you know, contributing and all that. But, uh, the team itself, I mean, it's going to be a, a tough team to beat this year in, in L.A. I think they got a good thing going, and, um, you know, I'm excited to watch them and obviously Green Bay. Brian, what, when you're talking about the ownership differential, uh, can you get, what's an example of that? Is it just were they more hands-on? How, what was the biggest difference? Because Green Bay obviously is a unique place in the fact that they yeah. don't. What is it like and what, what was that difference? Yeah, I think I think you hit the nail on the head. A lot, a lot of hands-on. I mean, I think with the with the Spanos family and kind of the dynamic there. I mean, it's a family business, and I know a lot of the ownership groups here. You know, the Jones family with Dallas and things like that. That's a family business. But the Spanos family is really hands-on. I mean, they're always present in the building, um, practice and things like that. I mean, it, it's it's a very unique situation compared to what 
Green Bay has. I mean, in Green Bay, you know, uh, Mark and Goody, I mean, they'd be down at practice, but, you know, that's about, I mean, that's, if you want to call it the ownership group, it's the president and, uh, you know, the GM, and then obviously Russ Ball as well with, you know, his his role. So, like, it's a lot different um, dynamics. And, and you know, it, it was a, a different way for me to kind of adapt and see how, you know, things are run differently. And, and you know, for better or for worse, everyone has their preferences on things and, and what they find, you know, normal and different. For me, it was different because I came from Green Bay and, and how things were done there. Um, but, you know, the Spanos family, I mean, they, they – they do a great job with the team. They love the team. Uh, they pour their heart and soul into it, and you can tell. Uh, you know, building a brand new facility um, out there now. You know, we were where we were at isn't there isn't the permanent place. They're building a new one. It looks ridiculous, uh, and you know, first class everything. So, um, just different styles of, of of ownership, man. It's just it's different, and um, you know. Having experience in both, I think, was was good for me. All right, Brian. Last thing, so you can uh, get ready for the big match tomorrow. Um, and and all, all kidding aside about getting you back on the roster, I do feel like we're uh, contractually obligated to ask you a question about the quarterback, as we do with every guest, yep. it seems. Um, yep. look, he, he's, he's one of your good friends. You've known him for a long time. You obviously have kind of watched from afar as there was last season's uh, discord and unhappiness with him. And now you mm-hmm. see him where he's at now, and he contemplates retirement. Um we're all trying to guess how much longer he's going to play, and is he going to get another Super Bowl title before he's done? With the insight you have into him as his friend and having played with him for so long, what do you kind of, how do you view where he's at in his career, especially when you think about the fact that he no longer has you and Corey Lindsley and Devontae Adams and all the guys that he was accustomed to being around? What are you kind of thinking when you look at him and, and what he might do and what he might have left? Yeah, well, I mean, from looking from the outside in the last two years, I mean, obviously back-to-back MVPs, right? I mean, I'm I'm remembering that, correct? Correct. That's yes. what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's I pretty good still. He's playing. He's playing lights out football. I mean, just seeing his comfort as he's gotten into his second and third year in, in Matt's scheme and, and just his comfort. I mean, it, it, it's ridiculous. I mean, I. He played amazing uh, Matt's first year, my last year, and that was the first year in the scheme. And now seeing him in at the last two, I mean, it's been awesome to watch him. I mean, he's been lights out. And uh, I think he can continue to go at this pace as long as he wants to. I really do. I mean, as long as he wants to do it, I think he can do it, and he can do it at this high level. Um, Obviously, as time goes on, I mean, I was part of it. Corey was part of it. Sitton was part of it. TJ was part of it. Everyone's part of it. The roster changes over. And guys that um, he's close with, not just on the field, that he relies on on the field, that off the field, you know, they come and go. And, you know, how he adapts to it, I think we've seen it over the last few years. I mean, he's been great at it. He knows that, obviously, now with Tay going to to Vegas, he's going to have to break in. A couple new a couple new guys. Obviously, Cobby's there, and, and he's comfortable with Cobby, and he, Cobby knows him well. Um, but I, I think he is so good, and he's such at the top of his game right now. I think he's going to make 
make it work. And and obviously the run game is still really strong. Uh, and I think the O line getting Bach healthy. I don't know. I don't know Elton's situation, how he's doing. I haven't talked to Elton, but I talked to Dave, and seems like he's doing well. Um, and you, you get some pieces back there and get that thing bolstered back up and, and, and get Aaron feeling truly comfortable again. Not that he wasn't, um, but feeling comfortable with the guys that are in front of him, uh, I think sky's the limit. Obviously, they've done a lot on defense, added some you know first-round picks up front. Um, you guys, I mean, you guys have probably watched OTA practice and stuff and see how they've been. I mean, I, I don't know anything about them. Uh, well, one was a linebacker, one was a D-lineman, right? I, I think. Yeah, look at you. Yeah, but but they, they, they added some pieces, and, you know, that's, you know, that's part of the equation, man. I mean, you, you know what you're going to get from Aaron. You know what you're going to get from offense. Obviously, at the wideout position, you drafted uh, a kid pretty high up. You have a high expectation for him, but you can't expect him to be Devontae. That's just not going to happen. Right, it's just Devontae's a special, special player. So you're gonna have to see guys step up and kind of fill a void, and in in, uh, in multiple, you know, multiple bodies are gonna have to fill that void. So you get Tunyon back; that's a big deal. Um, so I, I think they're gonna have a good cast to to continue to support him offensively and defensively. I feel like they've brought pretty much everyone back. I get that Darius went to Minnesota. Um, that should be an interesting dynamic when uh, the two meet up again. I can't wait to see that. Um, but I, the, the team is strong. It, it's really strong, and I think Aaron knows that. And he's comfortable where he's at, and how long he goes is, I think, how long he wants to because I think that's how well he's playing. All right, With after that breakdown, uh, while we wait for you to get back on the Packers roster, every Friday at 930 we can't. We're not going to pay you, but we look forward to talking to you every Friday at nine thirty to break down the NFL. We got you a new gig. Maybe we can get you some golf hey, rounds. I'll do it. You guys, you know, you got to let me know when you want me to come on. Tao said it's been too long. Well, hey, I can't invite myself on this All right, show. Well, that's next fair. Friday, no. next Friday, nine thirty. Put hey, no buck stops with me, Jesse. Why have you not booked Blue? Blue, appreciate you, man, and we Is can't wait touch? to see you back it's here in Thanksgiving. Touch, isn't it? Uh, Thanks, buddy. We appreciate you. All right, guys. Appreciate you. Have a good rest of the day. That is our NFL analyst, (laughs) Brian Balaga, breaking down the AFC and the Green Bay Packers in a pretty detailed manner, which you don't always get Uh, on our show. Yeah. I think he just broke down more Packers than we did all week. Uh, The 10 o'clock hour may include some of that breakdown. And a little more from Brian Balaga. You'll hear that all during the 10 o'clock hour. That's next. It's Wolverine Tau